Welcome to the first chamber in the animation castle where you can all geek out. Animation Joe presents the Nerd Chamber. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Nerd Chamber. This is Hector speaking. I'll be your host. Along with me and my co-hosts, we have Kevin and Taylor. Say hello, guys. Hey, welcome back. Hey, welcome back, guys. All right, guys. So we do have quite a bit of information for you coming up on this episode. Um, we're going to go through it as quickly as possible without skipping over everything. Um, so bear with us. You know, we're still in the process of getting a hang of everything. Um, hmm. So let's see here. Looking at our notations to see what we got. Starting up, we're going to go with comics. We're going to start with our subject of comics today, guys. Um, pickups, uh, latest news we got going on with comics. So right now, we're going to go over Red Hood and the Outlaws, issue 19. Now, because this is Red Hood, I feel like this is Taylor's realm. Am I not correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Taylor, talk about issue 19 of Red Hood and the Outlaws. So uh, pretty much, uh, it, it's actually kind of funny. That came out last week on Valentine's Day, and it was kind of like a go figure. It was kind of based around like a date between Artemis and Red Hood. Okay. And uh, pretty much like, I don't want to go into too much detail because I'll get into spoiler like territory. Mm-hmm. But uh, the date doesn't turn out to be what it's supposed to be. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't go into any more detail about it without spoil, <laughs> spoiling it, but, uh, it's pretty good. You get to see Bizarro in a bar fight, pretty much. Oh, tight. So, <laughs> Wait a minute, Bizarro gets in a bar fight? Was he drunk? Even uh, though he looks like he's drunk already. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but no, like, the funny thing is, right now, uh, he's actually super smart Bizarro. Like... He is, uh, he died, like, okay. he pretty much, like, the Bizarro that we all know, he died, and Lex Luthor came and brought him back to life, but when he brought him back to life, he also, like, made him smart, like, really super smart. Really? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, basically, Lex made a, a Superman version of himself. Um, maybe, like, a Superman version of Batman. Really? Okay. He like, that's a nice list. He built, that's terrifying. He literally that's actually very terrifying. He literally built a giant floating like like it's not a spaceship but like floating like, space like no like a floating uh like base. It's it's like a ship, and okay. he like it, it's invisible and it's hovering over Gotham City. And wow. yeah, uh, and he also made an AI after himself, and it's it's the AI is so smart that it pretty much like knows like it calculates like all the possibilities that are gonna happen, so it knows like right away what to do and like who to talk to and who to let know, 
And it's so funny because uh, Jason Red Hood calls uh, the AI uh, Chizaro. Chair Zaro. Mm-hmm. Chair Zaro. Because he, like, the AI is like a hologram and it sits in this giant chair. And oh, that's it, it, it alerts everybody where, where, when crime is happening and all that. That's funny. Yeah. That's actually a nice little twist. That's different. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, that's pretty much uh, the uh, issue 19. Like, I didn't want to go into too much. Uh, Spoil it. Spoilers, and I, because I mean, I, like I said, I love Red Hood and the Outlaws in the past episodes, mm-hmm. and like you, you all need to uh, go see it or go see it, uh, read it. <laughs> I need to step my game up on that. I'm kind of behind on any comics. I need to catch up, you guys. I need to catch up. Well, <clears throat> I actually have some. Uh comic pickup news um per the record per the uh i want to say advice of my uh comic book consigliere i'm gonna say uh wade he told me to go out there and um pick up the latest issue of the amazing spider-man okay so um pretty much really short and sweet i'm just gonna break it out for you guys latest issue of amazing spider-man which came out is actually we're getting a brand new goblin. Yeah, boy. So <clears throat> now here's the craziness. This everyone, if you guys haven't read it yet, I'm just gonna I'm letting you know now. It's a spoiler. Uh Norman Osborne actually got his hands on the Carnage symbiote. Because what? he wasn't able to hear, I guess, those the voices that originally he had from when he was the Green Goblin. So he unleashes the Carnage symbiote and merges with it to become now the Red Goblin. What? Right. Now That's what I, I was I was gonna ask that too. Like like what made him the Red Goblin? Like why is it why is it changing? That's that's an amazing twist. It's crazy. Now the little snippet that I did get to read of this is um Osborne sitting there, he's going, Yes, I can feel the power, I can feel it surging within me. He goes, now we're going to finally be able to take out Parker. Because we all know Norman's got this obsession with taking out Peter. Of course. Everyone now, does. If we, if you know this, um, Carnage is just automatic. Like he says, no, we're killing everyone. Yeah, yeah. Now it becomes a battle between... Um, the Red It's God. a battle now between the Carnage symbiote and, and Osborne. And Osborne, Osborne's yeah. saying, no, we're going after Peter. He says, no, we're going to slice, we're going to dice... We're killing everything. So, so I have a question: Is this this is Harry or is this Norman? This is no, Norman. this is Norman. Yeah, Norman. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it's not it. It's this is Norman. You know, going on his regular tyrant of he's got to take out Peter. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna be surprised if we get a uh, future uh, like miniseries. Red Goblin kills the Marvel Universe or something. You know oh, what like Deadpool did? It's yeah. possible. Or Punisher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Favorite comic of all time is Frankencastle. Frankencastle? <laughs> yeah, dude. If you haven't read Frankencastle, it's it, hey, here's here's just like the base. And I won't go into detail because it's it's funny, but it's great. So basically Frank Castle gets killed, right? Okay. So, right. so he's found by Transylvanians, and 
they kind of put him back together and instead of going back out and punishing criminals he joins up with helsing from the mcu of course yeah he joins up with helsing from the mcu and they go out and just start smashing undead and vampires and they end up fighting dracula it's like it's it's the greatest comic it's hilarious and it's awesome and team helsing is a badass i didn't see a blade team up that would have been great yeah that would have been been wonderful but no I, i mean maybe they did but i didn't see it but Frankencastle is good if you haven't read it. It's it's not long. Like it, I don't. It's not super. I think it's maybe like nine issues or something. But it's it's really good. It's fun. Yeah. Nice. All right. Anybody did um any other pickups? Uh, I picked up uh, <laughs> I picked up quite a few things actually. Uh, this week I I actually just finished up before we uh, started the podcast. Uh. Uh, I finished up Punisher Platoon number six, and I believe right. that's the final issue of the series. Okay. Uh, and it like I'm I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of a weak. Uh, if it is the ending, it was kind of weak. I mean, I think they were kind of going more of the, like heartfelt and brotherhood. Yeah. Kind of route of that since they're in Vietnam, and that they they all uh, uh spoiler. They all came back uh, alive. His, okay. his platoon. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, uh, I highly recommend the series. A L- lot of like mature content in it. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I mean, it's a Punisher, so yeah. I imagine right. That. And it's a, so, and it's set during the Vietnam War. Yeah, which I mean, uh, I mean, Ooh. if you've seen. Full metal jacket. You've seen any of them? Like we know, we all know that. I mean, you can sit and talk to a Vietnam vet, and that dude. I mean, I thought I had a foul mouth. Like I didn't know they could stack shit that high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I think we. Oh, I think shit. we. I think. Oh God, I think it was back in. Yeah, it was back in high school because I was back in. Uh, back in high school, I was in ROTC. Mm. And uh, yeah, a little known fact about me: I was in, I was in the AFA nice. ROTC, the Air Force ROTC, um, and uh, <laughs> our sergeant he uh, like was showing us some, some clips, and like he showed us that drill scene, the drill scene with the sergeant in a Full Metal Jacket, and it was like everybody was cracking up, like oh you uh, look, you look like you can suck a golf ball through a, uh, a water hose. Bullshit, asshole! I bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Yeah, that's hey. I use that line to this day. Hey, fun fact: Hector went to ROTC in high school. I got kicked out of two different high schools for being bad. I didn't do ROTC. That was Taylor. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Taylor. Taylor. I'm sorry, guys. Damn. Taylor, yeah, no, no, no. Taylor did ROTC. Linda, and I got Linda, out of Linda, listen to me. Listen, listen to me, Linda. Listen. Listen. <laughs> no, it's. I didn't have to go to ROTC, or I. I think it was available in my high school. But to be honest with you, the way, you know, not taking anything away from my dad. My dad is actually pretty awesome, but being a, a retired police officer, you he just randomly spouted you know, Gunny's quotes from the movie randomly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was just, it was disturbing when I finally got to watch the movie and I'm hearing, what the fuck? You sure made your malfunction, no nuts? And I'm going, holy shit, it's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but 
you know, that's uh, that's funny. I finally found out where he got that quote from, and I'm just going, wow. So this is what it means when you know, this is where you got it from. Whenever you're, you know, you're pissed off and someone cuts you off on the highway, I was like, I get it now. I yeah. understand. I saw that movie like, I think I was I was young when I saw it. I just so happened to see it. My stepdad had it on, and like I went to go just hang out with him and. That's like when I saw it. I had to be like maybe nine, ten. Mm. I was young. Yeah. That, that movie's pretty. Uh, it's iconic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Uh, also, to continue on with my pickups, I got yeah. I got in the mail. Excuse me. I got in the mail. My uh, I got Wolf's Rain, number one and number two, the manga. Ooh. Nice. Did you get to read them? Uh, not yet. Okay. Uh, I got them off of eBay for a very good price. I've been finding a Sweet. lot of good uh, manga online. You be- yeah, you've become quite of a eBay connoisseur here. You, you- I like it. Uh, eBay's become your best friend. Right. Uh, but, like I said before, I, th- I think it was, yeah, episode one, I talked about how Samurai Champloo was only two uh, volumes. Yeah. That's the same thing with right. Wolf's Rain. Okay, so the whole series is two volumes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm not gonna lie. Like the the I love the cover art for both of them. Oh yeah. You know, that's one thing I will say. Like manga, the the art style in manga has always been like just a little more visually appealing than most comic books. Mm-hmm. Not all, but most. And like, I'll agree with you on that. For sure. Oh yeah, yeah. The artwork on manga co- covers is just—it's almost second to none, man. Yeah, it really is. It's, yeah. it's just—you get the artist rendition, you get the—you know—they pour everything into it. Yeah, and yeah. It's just—it's so great. And that's—I mean—that's not to take away from like like American comic style. Like their oh, no, their art all. is wonderful too. Oh, but yeah. it's just. It's it's something that's just a little like it's it's like different, a little more visually appealing, like kind of catches the eye a little more with manga, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's pretty much uh, my pickups for uh, this week. What about uh, okay. you, uh, Hector? Did you pick anything up? Well, <clears throat> I picked up the uh, I picked up Amazing Spider-Man two, mm-hmm. uh, not two, excuse me, the Amazing Spider-Man issue because of the whole Red Goblin thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he was coming out and because of the, the way he ends up doing everything. I just, I actually called my comic book store today and I actually, no, I'm lying. Excuse me. I have a, I have a tendency to lie at this point. <laughs> I asked, I asked my wife to message our comic book store, um, the owner. And if he could put one on the side for us, he had an instant reply saying, no, not a problem. It's yours. We got, we got enough. He bag and boarded our comic. I actually went to the store, picked it up. And um, I picked up a little something for the wife also, which, yeah. you know, once we're done here, I'll segue into, you know, collectible pickups. But mm-hmm. picked up the comic, came home, and I was like, man, I was like, should I read it? Nah, I'm not going to read it. Should I read it? Nah, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> it. The comic wasn't for me anyway. It's for my brother Wade. So, you know, we, we do this random thing where we'll just, oh, hey, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, did you need something? Yeah, I got it for you already. Don't worry about it. See, I wish I had so, that. Huh? Well, if you didn't live in ten hour drive, I'd, you know, take you to the comic book store. <laughs> 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 you know, 
but oh, it's well. fine. I got I got a couple of things heading your way, brother. Once uh, I get my situation set up. Hey, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry. All man. right. So speaking of collectible pickups. Well, um, before uh, not to cut you off, I also have yeah. some news. Oh, what yeah. else? What we got going on, brother? So earlier this week, I posted it up on the official, the Nerd Chamber Instagram. You guys can. If follow. you guys haven't gone follow it, please yeah. go follow yeah, now. Yeah, go follow please, it now. Please, please. Literally the Nerd Chamber, all one word. No capitals. <laughs> yeah, no capitals. I don't think you can do capitals. Uh, and then, no, it's Instagram, of course not. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Anyways, so DC is canceling some comics. Oh, that's right. That's right. Deadpool's that's right. That. So D- DC is canceling Supergirl, Batgirl, and the Birds of Prey, Super Sons. Okay, Siri, I did not ask you to come on. <laughs> uh, uh, Super Sons and uh, Trinity. That's a lot of cancellations. Uh, yeah, I'm very blown away that Trinity is getting canceled. Now, is it because of the comic sales? Maybe they're not selling as many issues, or... I, th- I think so. I mean, let's face it. All right, Supergirl, I mean, I don't I don't really, like... I, I'm very, like, selective with my DC comics, so, like... Right. Uh, Supergirl, I really don't know. I think it, it maybe have to do with, like, poor sales. Okay. Uh, Batgirl and I, the Birds of Prey. I can see that. I I have I have like the first couple issues and I'll tell you right now I was not impressed. Okay. So they, it, they yeah. pretty they pretty much like Batgirl's like I don't know what but Batgirl just seemed kind of clumsy in that in that series and Black Canary was just kind of a like a bitch. <laughs> and, I mean that's yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, All right. yeah, more bitchier than usual. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, I was just going to say, th- doesn't she usually fall, like, well, I within mean, the realm of, like, sarcastic, smart you know, kind of? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. It's, it's not in the sense of, Marky. like, it's it's not in the sense that she's, like, it's not like, man, that girl's a bitch, man. Yeah. It's not like that. It's it's more like, it's more like, man, that's, that's a hard female, like, don't <laughs> fuck with her, like, that type. Yeah. Right. And uh, the Huntress, like, she's just an overall violent bitch. Like, yeah, no, yeah. like, I don't think anybody likes her. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, but yeah, and then Super Sons, I mean, I didn't even know about this series until I saw, like, toys of it. And I mean, let's face it, I cannot stand uh, Damien. The only reason why I cannot stand him is because of how they portrayed him in the animated movies. He's, yeah. such, he's such a whiny little, like, violent little shit. Okay, those are fighting words. <laughs> Meet me outside. You, you talking to... Yeah, catch me outside right now. Yeah. You're about to catch these hands. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> Braun Strowman, calm down. Hey, but... Uh, you about to get these hands. <laughs> Alright, no. Uh, but, uh, and I don't know really anything about... Uh, hell, I don't even know the kid's name. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Superboy or... Yeah, something like that. Or Isn't it? It's uh, it's uh, Joel. I think it's Joel Kent, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, Supergirl. I'm, I'm pretty sure it has to do with uh, 
I mean, from what I've heard, uh, the Supergirl TV show isn't really doing that well either. What here's here's what's weird. Like this is the Supergirl TV show isn't doing good, and historically, when they release movies, TV shows, so on so forth, animated series about about certain comic characters, those comics skyrocket because people want to know the backstories. Oh yeah, that, that didn't I mean, happen with Supergirl. Look, I know that for a fact. Look what happened to the Green Arrow. Yeah, you're right. When Arrow came out. And he was always like, I mean, he was he was big in the Justice League, but he was he was never really like a massive standalone character, kind of mm-hmm. like how you would have like Superman, Batman. Yeah. Now, now he kind of is, just because of that series. Like he was able to be like pushed to that upper echelon. Mm-hmm. That didn't really happen with Supergirl. Which, I mean, be realistic. Did anyone expect that to happen? Like, with her cousin being who he is, with the storylines, with I mean, I just didn't I didn't see that. The only reason I ever even gave any interest to that show was because they they told me that Martian Manhunter was in it. Jean Girard is one of my favorite characters in DC and when I when I watched it, I was like, Man, come on. And then I just couldn't do it anymore. The only reason why I even thought Supergirl was gonna get somewhat of a push in the show to be honest with you, is, let's face it, when it comes down to, and this is just my opinion, so, I mean, you know, don't don't kill me for it. When it comes down to DC, they put out these amazing, and we gotta say, they're top-notch animated movies. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. And I remember the, the Supergirl um, DC film where, you know, she's trying to find her way, and you know, somehow she ends up getting, she's thinking about tra- staying with the Amazons, and then, you know, she goes with, you know, her cousin Clark, and at one point she's battling Darkseid, or Darkseid. Darkseid. Uh, yeah, I just threw out both pronunciations, because everyone likes to, <laughs> you know. Raze and Rosh. Yeah, pretty thing. much. But from, when you watch that animated film, you know for a fact that at one point, Kara is actually stronger than Superman. Yeah, and and like I'm saying, I'm not taking anything away from Carl. It's her as a character in the comics is amazing, but the right. show itself, I mean, let's be real. Poorly executed. The CW, they're not. They don't have the best track record when it comes to superhero shows. No, they they've been successful. Hey, they've been successful with two. Okay, of all and and I will give Black Lightning a little credit because I'm liking that so far, but I mean I haven't even watched it. It's it's good, dude. But to be realistic, like, did you really did anyone think that was going to succeed? No, like, I tried watching I the did. first season on Netflix and I just instantly got bored. Yes, but again, you know, it's it's to everyone's liking, and you know, again, it it may not be my particular cup of tea. It may be. You know, Taylor's, or it may be, you know, yours, or even my brother Wade, but I just couldn't really get into it. And it was the same thing like when we talked about in the first episode with Green Arrow. It's just, I felt like at one point it kind of like peaked, and then it just went on a really down slippery slope. Here's just to finish this up before we, before we get too off track. Yeah. Think about this. If, if Supergirl was, was going to be successful 
they would not have to do as many crossover episodes as they do with her. It's she is way more her show has way more crossovers than the Flash or Arrow. They're more frequent and it's because and it's the same with uh Legends of Tomorrow. It's because they need the viewers. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not as successful. So they figure if they throw the Flash in there, well, you know, what I mean, now you got to watch some Supergirl. Maybe you'll like it at that point. I don't. I feel like that's why you know they kind of canceled that comic was because, like I said, historically, as you as they release TV shows for superheroes, the the comic skyrockets, and I just obviously it didn't do that. Yeah, it's just not getting the the buzz that it needs. Agreed. All right. So, moving on, we'll go into our next thing. Um, what pickups did you guys get? Any type of collectibles? Did you guys have a chance to pick up anything? Uh, I I picked up a, quite a few things from yeah, my you birthday go ahead. on. <laughs> yeah, I, I so, only got I only got one thing. So yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> all right. So seventeenth was my birthday, which I turned a beautiful thirty three. Happy birthday, big Happy old guy, short guy. Birthday. Thank you. I'm officially now a year older than both of you, and I can't believe I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. A old year? No, I am now an additional year older. So oh, okay. you're, <laughs> I'm officially the... I've already applied for my AARP card, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, all jokes aside, um, my wife, for my birthday, got me a, uh, a new Funko Pop to add to our ongoing collection. So she got me a Chaco from uh, My Hero Academia. Nice. And my daughter gave me Urza from Fairy Tale. Nice. So I had those two new ones. Um, I also picked up for myself because we had a my comic book store had a a Funko Friday sale where everything was relatively cheap. So I picked up uh, Lord Boros from One Punch Man. One Punch. I got Lord Boros, and then I also picked up All Might. So I have. Quite a few new Funko Pops that I picked up. We also picked up a couple of ones for like gifts. So I, I picked up a, a Jim Kazama for my cousin because he's a huge Tekken fan. Nice. Uh, nice. Picked up Cable. Um, picked up uh, two Conan the Barbarian Funko Pops. Got the regular one and got the PX exclusive with the war paint on it. So cool. That's that's tight. Those are good ones. Yeah. I I've yeah. seen those ones. And then today, because um, we are huge, huge fans of Game of Thrones, um, I finally got a Jon Snow from my wife. Cool. Point to so, That's a good come up. I'm the bastard of Edda Stock. <laughs> Not to get off topic, you ever notice that he's constantly referring to himself as a bastard? He is. <laughs> I have, I got the Jon Snow Funko for my wife, and then I pre-ordered... Well, not pre-ordered. I actually ordered them on the website. Um, I got the two Ready Player One Funko Pops. I got my hands on the exclusive Hot Topic one, which is Parsable. It's the Crystal Parsable. And then I got my hands on a regular Parsable, so I figured I'd get a jump on those before the rest of them start to release. Those are good come-ups, though. Yeah. Like, clean come-ups. Yeah. It's, I feel like with Ready Player One, these pops are going to go really quick. And they have a handful of exclusives. 
So I figured I'd be smart. I try to get my hands on all the exclusive ones first. And then I can go and pick up all the like the common ones, like the regular ones, like with the Sixer and you know H and all of the other ones. If they're not exclusive, I'm trying to hold off and be patient, and then yeah. I'll catch them on like a three for twenty deal or something. Yeah. But um, that's pretty much what I've added so far to my Funko collection. Uh, I haven't had really any collectible come up. Like this week has been, this has been a mostly a big stream and video game week for me that's where like like 90 percent of my time has gone so once we get a little further down the line then i'll then i'll have like some stuff to add but as of now all i know is uh i know that they just released some new black panther funkos that i'm 90 percent sure are going to be collectibles it's uh it's one of i gotta pull up the image so i don't miss but it is uh, one of T'Challa in the Ritual paint with the Ritual Panther mask, which I right. need that. And then behind him is Shuri with her war paint. And those are going to be, like, as soon as I can get those, I'm getting those. Well, I mean, when you get when you get money, man, like, like yeah, just shoot well, me. that's. Just shoot me some money in PayPal. I can mail them to you. Like they're literally down at the store right now. Oh, those ones that I sent you earlier—the image of them. Yeah. Yeah, those are out. Okay. Dude. Okay, I I'll get right on that. <laughs> there's also I'm looking at it now, and there's also some new Hellboy ones that oh, I would yeah. I, I'd like yes. to grab. So. Well, okay, so then you can actually, I can go to my comic book shop because they actually have Hellboy himself, Rasputin. And we have um, oh. I forgot what the other person's name is because those are out already Abe as Sabian? well. I don't think Abe is there. I'm trying to remember. They uh, is there's it Hera? Also, uh, the fire. The yeah. no, there's, there's a there's a, a female. It's not um the fire girl, right? I think so. I'm. I got to yeah. double check. Yeah, that's. I was uh, literally there sure today for like five minutes. <laughs> but they've also. They also released uh, some new Pennywise ones where yes. he, his hair is standing on end and he's with the spider legs. Yep. Um, they, they have one where he's holding the severed arm that he waves at, uh, at I can't remember the kid's name. Is it not George? Not George. No. Uh, um, oh, whatever. Where he's sitting right. in the bushes, where he's sitting in the bushes and he like waves, waves the hand. Oh but, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they have they have that one out, and then one with the the iron bar through his head. So right, and I think if I'm not mistaken, one of those is a uh, one of them is an Amazon exclusive. I'm actually part of a Funko collectors group. Yeah, um, and they were posting about it that it's actually available online. I don't know if it's still available. It might be sold out. But if you get a chance, go on Amazon. They actually have the exclusive for Pennywise. Okay. Can you, when you get some time later, it's not it's not a big deal right now. But send me that, uh, like, uh, send me the image of it. Yeah, I'll I'll shoot you the image. Yeah. So, uh, moving on. Oh wait, Taylor, did you tell us what you picked up? No. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. No, you're all good. You're all good. Don't worry about it. Um. 
So, for those of you who don't know, I'm a huge Portuguese Portuguese D Ace fan. I probably butchered that. I'm probably gonna get shit from Kevin and Hector. But... Portuguese. Whatever. Oh my god. Don't get me started. <laughs> um but anyways, I got a statue uh from GameStop. It literally, it was literally sitting in the drawer for like damn near a month. As soon as I saw it on the shelf, I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna put this in the back for me." Yep, I'm one of those assholes. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, I'm not sorry. So when I can't find a GameStop exclusive pop, it's because of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Listen, but no, like the, the statue is amazing. Like it's like really cool looking. I sent you guys a picture of it. Um, yeah. It, yeah, uh, dude. It's like Ace, and he's got like a like he's got like flames coming out of his hand. Yeah, and it's like all like black, or it's not black. It's a uh, like all orange, red, yellow. Like the fire is like the the, the like the actual lighting of the fly, fire is like all over him. Like and it's just it's really badass looking. Uh, I'll uh, post a, a picture of it on the the, the Nerd Chambers Instagram. Nice. I actually, I'll, yeah. I don't know if they care to see my Funko set, but if anything, I'll put some of those up there, too. Yeah, yeah dude. I love seeing them. <laughs> too many. I think I'm at 87 now. Good lord, boy. Boxed. And then my daughter has a slew unboxed. Okay. <sighs> but anyway. Oh, Taylor, can you tell us about the, um, <laughs> the, uh, with the upcoming Batman Ninja, you showed us a picture on on the chat. Oh yeah, so uh, Batman Ninja, <laughs> that movie's coming out. Uh, there's a sideshow uh, collectible statue, and it's like him decked out in his samurai armor. And, right. And uh, like it, it's pretty cool looking. It, it looks to be a pretty big piece. Yeah. It's literally running at a grand like to buy it good lord yeah wait do you want a thousand dollars just for this one statue yeah man as much as i love batman they can keep it. <laughs> yeah i don't have thousand dollar money to be buying on a statue um but yeah i mean it's really like it comes with like a, a little bit like it comes with like a backdrop pretty much okay and like you can like you can put the backdrop backdrop behind the the statue and to make it look like he's like on top of a rooftop and the sky's in the background he's kind of got that like itachi pose like yeah. on the pose yeah nice now it would be dope if it came with the movie <laughs> that'd be cool yeah yeah you know you're paying a thousand dollars you could throw in a you know you could throw in a, a quick blu-ray but yeah. that's actually pretty dope. All right. Um, that's crazy, though. $1,000, that's nuts. I can't see anyone who's got $1,000 to pay for that statue. Yeah, but you'd I mean, be, you know, you'd hey, be so surprised, You, you dude. were drooling all over it, Hector. And yeah, I was. Until, until, until you I told, told me it was 1000 Oh, man. I If you would have told me it was like 100 you know, 150 I would have been like, yeah. I, I, can, I can try to, you know... Do a couple of lap dances and try to get that statue, <laughs> <laughs> but not for a thousand dollars. That's 
Good lord, man. That's that's down payment on a used car. But all right, not to get too sidetracked. Um, what do you guys think about the new anime, the the new Attack on Titan season coming out? Oh, uh, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Yeah, I, I am too. Um, from what I heard online, because uh, they released, they like released some info about it. They're saying that uh, it's pretty much going to be focused on uh, Cap, uh, on Levi. I I think that it's going to be focused a lot on the Ackerman family itself because in the manga the Ackerman family is very important. They're they're pretty massive, and aren't they pretty much like almost they're I don't want to say royalty, but they're kind of like they're, they're close. Up there. Yeah, they're, they're close. close. So I'm I'm kind of I'm excited to see how how they kind of tell Levi's story. I'm excited to see how they work Mikasa in there because she's an Ackerman. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just really stoked on, on this new season coming up in general, because it's going to, I believe that it's going to like Taylor said, or like Taylor and Hector said, it's going to focus more on the, the Levi and the Ackermans, but it's, right. I believe it's also going to tell, you know, a lot more of, the story of the Titans themselves, which which is what I want. Right, we're gonna get more of that backstory. I mean, the ba- I know I've read the manga. The backstory is amazing, 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 and I can't I can't wait to see it. You know what I mean? Right. I found it really interesting just looking at the cover or you know the artwork for the for season three, and we're seeing. Aaron chained up with Levi looking at him. Well, I, I mean, at the end of season two, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, they, uh, I'm not going to say who. You know what? No, I'm not, no spoilers. I'm just going to say there were people that were wanting Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Ooh. I mean, I'm. I mean, it's maybe, been out for. Yeah, what, but sti- now? still, I don't want to. I don't want to go into that territory. Uh, yeah, some people are waiting for the. I don't know. I have to finish it. I'm guilty of not finishing season two yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I so, will. So, sorry if I gave away something. No, it's again. You know, I'm not one to care about spoilers, only because now it just makes me want to go through the rest of it faster. Yeah. Yeah. So now I have reason to like catch up to get to the part where like. Holy shit, this just happened, and I need to figure out why this is happening. So, that's what, um... What is, what is, uh, her name, the, the character that's always with that Christina, what's her name? Wait. The one, the brown-haired one, uh, Taylor, the, the one that you find out at the end what she is. What her name is? Yeah, what's her, uh, what is her name? Uh, uh, um... Oh shit! Uh, not Annie. Le- no, not Annie. Um, uh, Miss, uh, let me look it up real quick. Keep talking. Yeah, but her she's she's important because of what her name is, and that's that's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on them to tell that storyline of not her storyline in general, but like how what the Titans are because. I mean, it's obvious you see in the beginning of the second season, you see, 
you know, that there is a different type of Titan. You see the Beast Titan. There's, right. And, that and, episode I saw. And that, from from there on, the list grows. And it's it becomes, like, when they tell the backstory of how the Titans came to be and, you know, the family that that were Titans and, and why the walls are there and, and so on and so forth, like, that's what I want to see. And I'm really hoping that they don't kind of just spend all of season three focusing on Levi and the rest of the Ackermans when you need to tell the story of, uh, God, dude, if I can remember her name, Ymir, Ymir, Ymir Fritz. Thank you. When, when they need to tell the story of, of Ymir Fritz and, and everything that goes with it. Like if they're, if they're kind of pushing that boundary where it's, you know, it's kind of, you're going to see a lot more filler and, and this and that I'm, I'm going to be kind of upset. Like, don't, don't bombard me with filler until you tell me the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And I feel I, as much as I love Levi and Mikasa and, and how much depth they add to the show and, and how important both of them are and, and the Ackerman family in general, like how important they are, they need to tell the story of Ymir Fritz and and the ruling Ymirs. Like that's what that's what they need to do. So if they focus too much on Levi and like the whole series is just basically filler, I'm gonna be pissed. Like not like I said, not to take anything away from from Levi because him and Mikasa are both amazing characters. Right, but, but if they just build it to where it's all filler, it's it's going to be kind of annoying. And I can't see them going that route. They, I they really hope not, dude. I don't think they're going to go that route only because they're not. It's not like uh, it's not your typical anime where it's like Bleach or you know Naruto or Dragon Ball. Yeah, where in between arcs and in between certain things, they have to fill the gap in somehow. Which, you know, with longer running animes where you have, you know, it's, you got about 100 episodes going into and then next thing you know, boom, there's the next thing. And then you have like 20 episodes of filler. Attack on Titan doesn't give us that type of feel. Exactly. So I can't see them building up all this hype and then to give us like, we're going to give you Attack on Titan High School type type of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I can't see that happening. So I'm. I would say you could rest easy on that one. That's what I'm but, hoping. You know? Yeah, that's, I mean, like I said, with, with what with what Taylor said, he's right. Because all the promo images, all the everything, it all looks like it's going to be focused a lot on Levi and, and the Ackerman family. Which is great. Don't get me wrong. But right. don't, don't muddle the water. Like, don't muddy the waters of the series. Because it's already so great. Like, don't, don't ruin it. True. Yeah, this is definitely one of those. Um, it's definitely one of those animes where you just you know it's going to be good from beginning to end, and you just hope they don't go the way of those type of animes. Yeah. All right, guys. So, just to give you guys the heads up. Unfortunately, Kevin did had a drop from the the episode really quick. He has an emergency that he needs to take care of, but. Everything's fine. Um, Kevin will be back on the next episode. So same bad time, same bad channel, everyone. 
All right. Um, now, going forward, what we're going to do is now, actually, we're going to go into the next thing. Um, bleach. <laughs> and it's actually quite funny because we did mention Bleach about fillers and everything else, but Bleach is now getting a live-action ep- um, live movie. Indeed. So, now, I'm a huge fan of Bleach. Same here. I, so, what did you think of the ep- What did you think of that mini and change trailer that we did get? Um. Okay. First things first. Uh, uh, pretty much the whole movie looks like it can be based on the first like season of Bleach when he first becomes a Soul Reaper. Like you get the right. whole you get the whole like uh, Rukia gives him his powers and like you see his first giant Zanpakuto. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, did did it did in uh the anime series did it look like it had like a huge curve like it did in the actual life? Yeah, did it? It's been a, from it's what been I remember, it, it wasn't actually like a massive curve throughout the whole story. It was always towards the end of the the blade, the blade. Yeah. So he didn't have a curve on on the actual Zanpakuto towards the end of the blade. Mm-hmm. So. Not for nothing, man. I'm gonna be honest. The the trailer, it looked promising. It almost looked as promising as Full Metal when it first came out. Yeah, I was. I just want to see how far they're gonna go. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Season one was probably by far one of my favorite seasons. Um, yeah, because like it's just the whole like. You know, like he's still kicking everybody's ass, and he doesn't even have all of his powers like yet. But, I mean, yeah, the trailer, I mean, I wouldn't really call it a trailer. I'd call it, like, a teaser trailer. But it looks pretty good. Um, We all know how live-action anime adaptations are. This is true. And I'm just, I'm not, like, I'm wanting it to do good, but I think uh, we all kind of know that, like, deep down inside, it probably won't do too well. But in reality, do we really know that? I mean, all right, so hear me on. I'll play devil's advocate with this one. <clears throat> it could actually end up going the same route as Full Metal. Mm-hmm. Whereas it, it may not end up being that, and I'm going to say this and I'm trying to be as politically correct as possible. It may not be that catastrophe that happened with Attack on Titan. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> Because let's face it, it some of the live action you know anime adaptations were atrocious. You have Attack on Titan, which is a perfect example. Because let's face it, those Titans looked god awful. Oh yeah. But then you also have Death Note, and I'm not even referring to that abomination that came up on Netflix. I'm referring to the actual you know Japan you know Japan live action. Death Note, which yeah. it looked terrible. Well, I mean, plus... And it was completely off of the, from what the manga and from what the anime was. Yeah, but you also gotta realize, I mean, that was, like, back, like, in, like, the late 2000s. When right, those, and that's when... When those came out, so, I mean... I mean, I, I like, like, CGI-wise, I mean, yeah, but... I, I can't defend, like, the actual story and whatnot. That's the whole thing, so... 
you you have these two far extremes of where it could go. You know, we pray that it doesn't go the way of Attack on Titan, and you know what? You can't even give Attack on Titan that excuse because Attack on Titan only came out like what a year or two ago. Uh, yeah, it's been a couple of years. Yeah, so I mean, Death Note gets the excuse, it gets the pass, but you know, you're hoping that Bleach, which is it's a Tito Kube anime, it's everyone loves it for the most part, without the you know, with the exception of the fillers. So you hope it doesn't go the way of you know, the Attack on Titan, Death Note live action route. We're kind of hoping it goes to Full Metal route. Because, let's face it, Full Metal, I haven't watched it in its entirety. Oh, neither Full Metal looks amazing. I mean, from beginning to end, the way it, it just looks very fluid. So we're kind of hoping it takes that route where it does air over in Japan and then Netflix is actually intelligent enough to do the same thing they did with Full Metal and they put it on their on their lineup. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this just for your sake, Taylor. Hopefully we get a dubbed version. Because <sighs> uh, we know how sad you were that Full Metal didn't get it. I will admit this. I was a trooper and I started watching it. I'm not finished with the movie yet, but... I have gotten pretty far into it reading the subtitles. And uh, is it? I I like it. Okay. I'm like like I like you said, I'm a dub guy. Like, right. People can hate me on that, but no, what, I don't think anyone's gonna in hate the, you. In the words of Bruno in the words of Bruno Mars, that's what I like. Very much so. <laughs> Very much true. But, so Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, we're hoping this works out that way. Oh yeah. Um, tell I'll tell the listeners right now. It's gonna uh, the nerd chamber exclusive news coming at you right now, hot off the presses. <laughs> um, we are actually like in the planning process of doing a anime live action movie like marathon. Like review review wise, we're gonna literally watch like live action anime movies and review them. Uh, I have a list going on as we speak right now that I'm adding on. Uh, to like we're gonna be doing like for instance the Attack on Titan movies. We're gonna do uh the Death mm. Note movies. Uh. Also, we're going to be doing uh, the Roroni Kenshin trilogy, live action trilogy. Yes, Samurai X. Which is amazing. I like. I keep on telling Kevin and Hector that th- those movies are just probably the best like adaptations. Right. And uh, didn't we also put on that list? We um. We're also doing Basilisk. Do what? Basilisk. I can the- add it. Yeah, so pretty much Basilisk, I think the, the live adaptation version of it is um, Shinobi. Okay. Yeah. All right. uh, we're also going to be doing uh, <laughs> uh, Dragon Don't Ball say it. Evolution. Oh, oh, God, he said it. <sighs> In all honesty, that might be the first one we started off with. <laughs> hey, we got to pull the Band-Aid off. Yeah, we might as well. We might as well just rip it off first. 
Get it out the way. But, uh, yeah, and then, uh, that's, that's the news, uh, that I wanted to let everyone know. Uh, speaking of uh, the Full Metal Alchemist movie. Uh, right, I was just gonna say, let's yeah, jump into that. We, uh, we finally got it. It debuted on Netflix. Uh, it's been a lot of mixed reviews. A lot no, of... No, I can't... Go right. Ahead. No, I was gonna say, no, I really can't see how bad of... I mean, honestly, from what we saw from with the trailers and everything else, how bad of a review can you really give it? I can tell you right now, there are a few things I have to say. Um, they're not spoilery. It has nothing to do with the story. Uh... The, the actor they got for Edward... Right. He just doesn't do it for me. Like... So, is he not giving you that Edward feel? No, not really. If anything, he's, like, pretty much like an emo, like, dramatic brat. And, like... Is that Edward, though? <laughs> Ed, let's face it. Let's look back in the anime. Uh, he's a little bit of a spitfire. Yes, you call him short, you mention anything about his height, Edward yeah. flies off the handle. But for the most part, it's, you know, boo-hoo, my brother lost his body, we, we couldn't yeah. resurrect our mom, we gotta find the Philosopher's Stone, oh, woe is me, until Alphonse kicks his ass in gear and tells him, let's go, we gotta keep going. Yeah. Uh, so, and then plus, like, the, the, the actual costume design for Edward is horrendous his jacket looks like complete garbage and his hair you can definitely tell it's just a wig oh and God. uh i'm not gonna lie the cgi for alphonse he uh Choppy. it's kind of uh it's it's j japanese uh cgi so i mean that's just okay. my that's just my opinion uh We'll talk more about that in our uh, live action review. Live action review of it. It's gonna be in there. So, all right, stay tuned, guys, for that one. Um, looks like also Yu Gi Oh's the movie's getting remastered. Oh yes, and that's gonna be releasing next month. Yes, and I am super excited. I am. Yeah, like, I, I I am a huge Yu Gi Oh fan. I'll be honest. I'm more of a Yu Gi fan than I was Pokemon. See, when it came to the card game, at least. Well, yeah. Um, I always consider Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, how do I want to say this? It's part of, like, the big, like, five. Huh, funny. There's also a group in Yu-Gi-Oh! called the big five. Uh what I mean, what <laughs> That's I mean, right. What I mean by the big five is it's Pokemon, uh, Digimon, um, mm. on a very underrated anime series called Monster Rancher that was on uh, Fox Kids. I remember that. Yep. Uh, and Yu-Gi-Oh. So wait, we're... And then... Pokemon, uh, Digimon, Monster Rancher, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, What's the fifth uh, one? The fifth one... Is another un very very underrated. Uh, oh crap! Oh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Metabots. Metabots. Okay. Metabots wasn't a card game, but like it came. They, they had collectible figures and whatnot. 
Later, right, I think later, I remember that. Later on, they also came out, they tried to do a card game, but I'm sure they they kind of finally just admitted, like, yo, like we can't, we can't compete with uh, everyone else. I mean, honestly, when it comes down to the realm of the card games, Yu-Gi-Oh! And, and Pokemon is still going strong. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like... But I feel like it's gotten more complex. Oh, yeah, I mean, the anime series for Yu-Gi-Oh! is just, like, ridiculous. I mean, I tried watching, uh, I actually never, like, I watched a few episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, and I just finally, like, I was like, I'm not watching this crap. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, after, once Yu-Gi-Oh! went on to go to the next, to the next, um, I guess, arc or series Mm -hmm. for the, for the show, I stopped, I washed my hands clean. If it didn't involve Kaiba, Joey... You know, and, and Yugi. Mm. I said that's it. I I want no part of it. <laughs> Even <laughs> though now, like it's it's to the point where you have all of these additional. What is it now? You have synchro. You have all these other different types, and I feel like we're going a little bit off topic. So I'm gonna try to carry right back into it. <laughs> to be honest with you, if it doesn't pertain to the main Yami Yugi. You know, slash Yugi yeah. storyline with Kaiba, you know, and then, you know, the God cards and everything else, and the Millennium pieces. Mm-hmm. It, it it didn't interest me. Oh yeah, I mean, they came out with that one uh, Yu-Gi-Oh movie where it was uh, Yugi Jaden from Yu-Gi-Oh GX and the the one the the guy from Yu-Gi-Oh Five Ds with the motorcycles. Oh yeah, that's right. I can't remember his name, but it was like they brought them they brought those three together to face one guy. Yeah, and, and isn't five D's when they started bringing in the synchro monsters? I have no idea, man. <laughs> like I said, I was watching I, something I st- on I stopped, YouTube. I stopped watching <laughs> after a uh, few episodes of GX. As soon as I heard that they were doing a card game while driving motorcycles, I was like, Alright, that's it. I'm flipping the table and leaving. Dude, and that's the funny thing. I was literally, you know, while we were getting everything ready for dinner, I go on YouTube and for whatever reason, my recommendations are all over the place when it comes to, like, the animes. Like, they just show, like, one will show Yu-Gi-Oh, the other one's showing, you know, a parody on Street Fighter or something. And then the next thing I know, I'm seeing top ten anime kills, you know, the century, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was showing a, a match where there was, like, the synchro run between, like, Basically, it had to be from 5Ds because you're mentioning the motorbike. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was my phone that dropped, guys, if you heard a loud clunk. <laughs> um, basically, he sacrifices, he pulls one monster card out, sacrifices another one, fuses these two together, then the next thing you know, he's sacrificing another monster. And at one point, I'm just going, where the hell is the regulation in the rule book for all of these? <laughs> like, where, what is going, you know what, forget it, I'm done. The rules don't matter. Like, the, show. the rules don't matter apparently anymore. I was like, listen, give me Exodia. You guys all die. That's it. Game over. Yeah. But uh, but no, to bring it back to the whole the remaster of the movie. Um, right. Yeah, it's going to be released in theaters again March 11th and 12th. Now, and, is that going to be only in select theaters? Uh, Yeah, it's a Fathom event. See... <sighs> I hate when they do fathom events. I, it's I, just hey, into Japanese all theaters. I'm just happy that uh, my uh, it's coming up. I'm just happy that my city takes part in those. Not all of them, but some. Uh, but yeah, uh, 
Shit, man. I remember back, I went to go see the uh see this movie when it first came out in theaters. Like my mom took me. <laughs> and uh, I remember they gave you that that like little pack, that little four pack of cards. Right. And like, oh man. You think they do that again? Uh maybe. I don't know. Uh <laughs> They did it. Now the with... question is I was going to say now the question is those four cards that they do give you are they tournament regulation? Uh I don't think so. <laughs> of course, I had to be the nerd to ask that. Yeah, really. <laughs> but no, I think uh, those are just like I don't think they're actual like you can't use playable them. cards. Yeah, yeah, um, I didn't think so. But yeah, man, I uh, I remember. Uh, God, I was such an idiot. I remember like we were waiting for the theater to be cleaned up, and a whole bunch of kids were coming out of uh, the theater, and one of them asked me what cards did I get. And I, in my pack, I got, uh, that, the blue eyes, that special blue eyes that was in the movie. Uh, I want to say it was like the shining blue eyes, white dragon. Oh yeah, that's right. And I had that and I didn't know that how important and how cool that card was in the movie because I didn't see the movie yet. And the kids straight up traded me for that little sugar puff, uh, card that Yugi had in the movie. What a Karibo? No, uh, it was a in the actual movie. Like Yugi had like a monster. It's like a little sugar puff. It wasn't a Karibo. Oh God! And uh, yeah, and uh, I was an idiot. And the kid traded me. He's like, oh, he goes, uh, goes, that's a crappy card. It was like one of those, like, oh, that's a crappy card uh, situation. Like, here, I'll give you a better card. So he basically just played you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's terrible. But, oh, the blue eyes, shining dragon. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? That kid is a uh, an asshole. Def- <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. He's probably going to be in the seventh circle of hell for that one. <laughs> what a jerk! Damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, I can't wait. Uh, we might do a review on that if it shows in both your both your city and uh, Kevin's city. Well, I'll definitely go if I get the chance. I'm oh, actually yeah. going to see if I can go to my little hideaway Hell, theater I mean, that I don't all, tell anyone about. <laughs> in all honesty, I mean, I'm sure you could just, like, even if you don't go see it in theaters, you can still, like, just, like, find the movie. Stream it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We don't we don't uh, condone illegal streaming, guys. No. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being cheap. Go pay for it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um also really quick just to touch upon it um it looks like we have another 4d movie that's actually coming out so it looks like uh universal studios in japan they're notorious for this now with these 4d movies Mm -hmm. um it looks like princess serenity queen serenity is coming back so we're getting another sailor moon movie but this time it's going to be in 4d at universal yeah I don't know. What's all this 4D thing about? I really don't know too much about it. Ugh, man. So just basically, like, if you ever if you ever get a chance and you go down to, like, Universal Studios, Universal is now big on these 4D, like, movies. Mm-hmm. Where you sit there and it's supposed to be, like, an interactive movie where, you know, with 3D, how it's, it looks like it's coming at you? Yeah. So basically now, with a 4D movie... It looks like this thing is coming directly at you, like it's jumping out, like almost about to punch you in the face type of deal. 
but then they add like certain things like where like there's wind and you can feel the wind while you're watching the movie okay, and you know yeah, there's water yeah, getting yeah. splashed you get splashed with water so they're trying to make it as uh real as interactive possible. and realistic as possible so that's what universal's whole new stitches that they're doing i think they did it with marvel for like one type of thing i can't remember exactly i yeah i'm almost positive that they did it i think in madame tucson's in new york they have like a a 4d movie you can watch that has to deal with marvel so that's the whole new thing that's going on japan's come you know japan and uh universal have this new 4d sailor moon movie coming out it's a new attraction do I really care about it? I won't say that I... Yeah, well, it's... there's three more movies coming along with it, too. Oh, that's right. So, there's... along with Sailor Moon, what other ones are we getting? Uh, we're getting a Final Fantasy VII one. And... See, I'd be interested in that. Yeah, same here. We're also getting a uh, Monster Hunter. That's interesting. Yeah, all the giant monsters and stuff coming at you. Especially with the Monster Hunter World game that just recently released, that's yep. that's a big one. I think that's what they're trying to go for. Uh, and uh, they're trying to capitalize on the hype. Detective Conan, case closed. <laughs> How do you? Okay, you know what? Actually, I'm laughing because it's I haven't seen it in so long. But to make it a an interactive movie, it's got to be really interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah, so uh, those are the four forty movies that's coming out in Universal Studios Japan. Okay, so now if you know U.S. Universal Studios can get their asses together and start bringing those over, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that I've said. You know, I whenever we have our talks, you know, when we're not doing the podcast now and we're not planning to do something else. When we're just talking, you know, it's just you, me, Kev, you know, we're shooting the shit. It's insane how Japan has all of these things that are out there, and we get left with nothing. Mm-hmm. We have to wait for it to come over. We got to wait for it to get translated if you want the dub. If you're impatient ass like I am, you're oh, reading the subtitles. Including including in, uh, m- like, music. I mean... It's kind of off topic, but there's a band that I really love. They're a Japanese band. They're called Man with a Mission. They uh, right. they do the opening of Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. It's called Raise Your Flag. And they also do the Seven Deadly Sins opening. Oh, nice. Uh, I believe it's the second opening. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like... I think, I think it like literally just like last month, or no, earlier this month, on Spotify, we literally got all their past albums that was released in Japan, and uh, because like literally like a couple months ago, they only had like a like maybe like a couple of songs and singles on uh, Spotify. And wow. I'm so happy that they finally like released all their albums. Now I can actually listen to them. But but yeah, that's just my little whole thing about bringing them over and how long it takes. No, like, I hear you. I'm, I'm talking like I'm talking about like albums that came out back like in 2011. 
So see, and that I don't understand that. Like, the everyone knows how I think anime with, and everything. I think it has to do with licensing. Licensing, you know what word? Licensing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I got you, bro. But uh, it it could very well do with licensing, but in reality, it's. Everything's available to you at the drop. You know, it's all available on the web. Yeah. It's just... it. Are they looking to translate it? Are they looking to do something else? Like, what is... What is the actual goal here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I get so frustrated, and maybe I shouldn't. But that's just me. Maybe because we're just so passionate about it. But anyway. All right, guys. I don't mean to... To sidetrack and to constantly go on a ramble here. My apologies. <laughs> um, so we're gonna go into now. We're gonna start talking about you know recent movies that are released and TVs and new trailers that are coming out. So really quick, we're just gonna touch upon Black Panther, which came out the sixteenth. We, we we've already done our uh, Black Panther. We've already review. done a full right. We've already done a full Black Panther review. That's, so that's, stay, be, that's uh, coming out. Yeah, we got that coming out, guys. But just really quick, just to give you some news on it, um, this is a really big thing for Marvel. This movie's already done. In the four days when it first dropped, it did two hundred and forty-two million, and that's just here domestically. Worldwide, this movie's already shattered box office records by going over five hundred million. Well, that was last weekend. I haven't got like I haven't checked to see what their actual numbers are for this weekend. To be honest with you, I just recently tried to look up. I think the five hundred million mark is current. Oh yeah. Now let me just yeah. I'm gonna just double check it. I'm pulling up the box office reviews now. Right, currently this movie's at 426.8 million, and that's just U.S. Wow. This movie's crunching on 500 million. We're all, it's literally almost there. This thing's already doubled its budget. The budget for the film was 200 mil. Wow. Yep. It's insane. I'm blown away. <laughs> yeah, if... Guys, if you guys want the full review on Black Panther, um, like Taylor said, we have a Black Panther review that we did separately from this. So that's gonna we'll have that up for you guys to listen to. But if you haven't seen it, you're not doing yourself any favors. Get off your ass, go watch that movie. It's phenomenal. Yep. Um now I'm actually excited about this, Taylor. I know you're excited about this. We got confirmation on the Rush Hour 4. Oh, my God, yes. Give me some Jackie Chan. <laughs> Jackie and Chris are actually, Chris Tucker, they're great together. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be honest, though. I'm a little worried. Why is that? So, Rush Hour 1 and 2, by far, are my favorite. Okay. Rush Hour 3 was a little meh. Uh in comparison to one or two, it yeah. definitely was, you know, a little meh. So now, um, me personally, I'm hoping we get something where it's along the lines of one and two, where it's that type of, um, I guess I want to say it's that type of chemistry that they had before. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm hoping that's something that we'll get to see. Well, um, Chris Tucker did an interview, and he's he's the one who actually confirmed that Rush Hour 4 is happening. Oh, nice. And he said that him and Jackie were talking, and apparently Jackie's the one that wants to do a Rush Hour 4. And he, his, like, apparently Jackie said, like, to, to Chris Tucker, he's all like, you know, we're getting older, we already are older, we need to do Rush Hour 4 before it's too late. <laughs> and I feel like that now is the perfect time to do it. And he said that he, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming number four is going to be the end of the series. Uh... Because he said that he wants to, like, leave Rush Hour 4, like, with a bang. He wants to end the series with a bang. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, like, it's not like Chris Tucker has anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're not wrong on that. It's, this is probably something he's looking forward to doing, so oh, he yeah. has something... You know? Yeah, he's, like, he's, him and Jackie are such good friends. He said they've been, like, talking back and forth about it for a while now. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah. And, I mean, again, you know, they have great chemistry when they're on screen together, so let's just hope this is something that they'll be able to bring to the screen again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah. Now, what about Reboot? You were telling me about the Reboot getting... Now, are you referring to the the 3D television show? Yeah, uh, the change uh, going to change from Rush Hour to this uh, to re- to reboot. Uh, <laughs> so uh, back in the nineties, they're on uh, on Cartoon Network. I I think it was on Cartoon Network. Yeah, it was on Cartoon Network. Um, right. The 3D animated mo- uh, not movie a TV show called Reboot, and a uh, small little fact. Reboot is actually the very first full CGI animated TV show. And, uh... Right, I remember seeing that yeah, when we were younger. It's like a sci-fi fan... Like, not fantasy, but sci-fi, uh... Like, all, like, cyberpunk kind of show. And right. they, uh... They ended it after three seasons, I believe. And now reboot's getting a reboot. <laughs> it's going to be and see this. This is the thing that's going to bother me, and I'm sure it's going to bother some of you people who like reboot and it's nostalgia for you. Then the 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 actual reboot of the show is going to be live action slash CGI. Oh no, that's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna follow like four kid, four. Uh, it's like a couple of kids, and like when they're in the real world, it's live action, and when they're in like the actual like mainframe or whatever the city was called back in the day, uh, it's gonna be all CGI. Wasn't it Metro City or something, something like that? Like, yeah, something like that. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean. I, I saw the trailer. There's a trailer up of it. Uh, I'll post it up on uh, the the Nerd Chambers Instagram. Also uh, on the Facebook. I already did share it on the Facebook. 
Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm not really looking forward to it. I mean, it's probably just going to kill uh, my nostalgia feel for the original. Yeah, what, what, my opinion, once it's something that's to that extent where you feel like it's just going to, I don't want to say kill it or, you know, ruin it, but it's just not going to make you, it's not going to do anything for you. Yeah. At that point, it's just better left on set and just not even bother watching it. Yeah. But again, to each their own, you know, someone may actually like the change of pace of it and how they're doing it. But, you know, for us, we're probably going to say, hmm, meh. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new thing. Mm, no. <laughs> Not doing it. Sorry. Yeah. Well, um, so uh, I have some uh, Josh Whedon news for you and ooh. the listeners. Mr. Whedon? Yep. Mr. The Butcher of DC Justice League? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to say that for, you know, Marvel don't, fans. Don't but. start. <laughs> Uh, sorry. He butchered it. Sorry. Go ahead. So, he literally just announced the other day. It was, like, all over Twitter. It was headlining Twitter, actually. Okay. Um, he's backing out of the Batgirl movie. Smart man. <laughs> Do not touch it. He was all about <laughs> directing Batgirl, but ne- like he came out and said, I really don't even have a story like for it. So he pretty much just said, like, yeah, I have no story, so I'm not even going to try to make it. What a lazy ass. Seriously? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, in all honesty, it probably has to do with Justice League, why he's probably backing out. Yeah, because he, he... just needs to stick to Marvel. Do us all a favor. Don't touch another DC film. Please, for the love of God. Yeah. Because to be perfectly honest with you, he ruined a good movie that was already done. There was nothing wrong with the Snyder Cut. We're not even going to get to know what the Snyder Cut was. Nope. Because he sat there and he chopped and screwed up the movie. Oh, yeah. You know, and again, not to, I feel like we keep doing this. We keep going off on a tangent. We can never stay on topic, but, (laughs) you know, not for nothing. Justice League, I'm going to say, you know, we had to go based on our ranking system that we're going to start using, you know, it it was a three out of five. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that was because I honestly feel like they, they they went back and they changed certain things that they didn't need to change. But if that's the case, if Whedon is backing out of the Batgirl film and because he just doesn't have a story for it or he's not even going to bother trying to create a story for it, by all means, take your bow out, Mr. Whedon. Go somewhere else. Go focus on another Marvel movie. Just don't do anything stupid, please, for the love of Jesus. (laughs) And, you know, let someone else pick it up who is a fan of, you know, the series or the character and let them bring their adaptation to it and give us a decent storyline for it. Yeah. That's uh, just, you yeah. know, that's my piece. I don't know. Oh, and man. really quick before we um before we change gears going into a I want to say our our last, actually really quick would this be Yeah, no, you know what? We're right. Really quick just before we get off the top the subject of um movies and trailers. I have to talk about it. 
Sorry, Taylor. I gotta do it. Ready Player One is coming out oh, next month. Yeah. <laughs> now, for anyone who's been, you know, who's <laughs> if you guys listened to the last episode, because I think I touched upon it, I am dying to watch this film. Oh, he definitely is. He, <laughs> you've already uh, pre-ordered the Funko Pops, right? Yeah, I already got Parcival. I got the Hot Topic exclusive one. Um, and I got the regular Parcival coming. I'm, you know, stalking my local GameStop <laughs> to get the uh, GameStop exclusive Artemis. Um, and again, man, just just to let you know, guys know, if you haven't read the book, if you haven't listened to the Audible, if you're a true fan of 80s and 90s nostalgia, you know, you know the pop culture and everything else, and if you love video games and anime, do yourself a favor and read this book by Ernest Cline. It is amazing. It was honestly on a from on a, the on big, a scale of, on a scale on, of one to five stars. What would you give it? Five stars, hands down. Okay. Honestly, do yourself the favor. Go and watch it. The trailer's phenomenal. There's at least three trailers with a ton of Easter eggs. It's going to be great. March 29th, you already know where I'm going to be. <laughs> uh, so. We're going to just I have to add it to our list of movie reviews. Yes, and you know what? I'm, I'm praying that you guys join me in going to watch this film. Because it's... Uh, I just can't. Watch the watch the trailers and see where my hype is behind this. There's a damn DeLorean in the trailer. Yeah, I also remember seeing uh, the Mach Five in Speed Racer. Uh, the Mach Five, Christine from um, the movie, the DeLorean, Kaneda's bike from Akira. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Ecto One is in there. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. Um, Sweet Tooth, I think, is in there. Oh, just forget it. And then you actually get to see Deadpool, Harley Quinn, um, Deathstroke, Chun Li, Tracer, Deathstroke, uh, Ryu's in there. I Blanca. think there's a bunch of Blanca's definitely in it. There's a bunch of Spartans running around. Um, Chucky, Freddy Krueger, Iron Giant. Just to, we're naming a few. <laughs> That's literally this <laughs> is just a few of the of, of the references that are coming up on this. But yeah, guys, definitely give it a try. Give it a listen. Um, and that's actually where I'm going to end it for me when it comes to the reviews. <laughs> well, like I said, we're going to definitely review, review it when it comes out in theaters. Hopefully by then I'll, I'll have listened, listened to the book because I literally have no freaking time to read and I like to listen to audiobooks at work. Do it, man. My wife started listening to the Audible for Ready Player One, I want to say yesterday. Yesterday or day before yesterday. And she's already on. She's damn near done, with, almost done with the book. I think she only has like maybe 10 chapters left. There's 40 chapters in the book. Yeah. I, and uh... she's just listening nonstop. Alright. But yeah, man, if you get a chance, definitely go ahead and listen to it. Alright. So, moving on. Going into our next section, and this is actually our final section before we end our uh, our podcast for the night. We're going to go into the realm of video games, guys, and 
there's a couple of things that are coming out. There's a couple of games that are coming out actually right now. Um, for our anime lovers, My Hero Academia is coming out with um, with their own game now. So we actually have the My Hero Academia is One Justice. The gameplay just got released. Um, I got to see a little bit of it. It looks like it's a, a little bit of a free roam. It, uh, it kind of reminds me of J-Stars. Right. Like, it's like right. a... It's like an arena, but like it's an open, like, arena area. It, I mean, uh, you see, like, part of the tr- gameplay trailer, you see it's uh, Deku versus uh, uh, Bakugo. And right. you see Deku, like, literally, like, he's, like, charging up uh, one for all and. Uh, like going after him. Yeah, they're going at it, and he right. lands on the side of a building. And it actually, it's pretty cool because like the player as Deku is like look like the whole entire camera like tilts like he's looking from like he's looking at uh, Bakugo at an angle, and it's just, it's really badass looking. I seriously can't wait. I'm definitely gonna get it. I'll definitely give it a try, only because I love the series so much. Oh yeah, same here. Um, yeah, so I did get to see a little bit of the gameplay. I'm hoping um, they pull up at least uh, I want to say a demo of it up on the on the the play the PlayStation Store, so I, we can get a little bit of a taste of it, kind of like what they did with the with the beta for um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and they did it for. You know, um, the city of Final Fantasy NT. So if they can give us a little bit of a taste so we can see what we're working with here, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Now, my favorite anime, I've gone on record saying it, even though it's not Kevin's particular cup of tea, Sword Art Online has now, I want to say, it's the third installment on the PlayStation 4. They've actually had a couple of mobile games that come out um, and then he had a couple of games, you know, for the PS Vita, and I, yeah, it's it was definitely for the Vita. It wasn't available on the PSP. So we're now actually getting Sword Art Online. We're getting Fatal Bullet. Mm-hmm. Now, from what I've seen of Fatal Bullet, this is a third-person shooter. Um, or at least we get the element of a third-person shooter. Yeah, it's definitely third-person. Um. Third person shooter though, I mean I I guess you now, could I guess you could say it's third person shooter. Yeah, because we're now we're not dealing with Alpha Hammer or Ironcraft, we're dealing with Gungale. Yeah, Gungale. Um So no, is is this Battle of the Bullets or Well it's hard I it's its own original story. And right. uh, you can uh meet familiar faces and from the Sword Art Online franchise, like, sent, like, I remember, I watched some, like, I watched, like, a YouTuber's, like, early playthrough of it, and, uh, you, you see Sinon in the background. She's talking to a group of people. Right, and, and don't we run into... Uh, I think, I believe we run into Kirito as well. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you can take part, take part in tournaments... Um, there's a story to it. 
Uh, you can actually play online with other players too. So it's literally they they actually made Gun Gale like a real, like an actual real game. It's not it's not just a TV show <laughs> part of it. Right, show. like it was like the tournament, like they were showing with the Battle of the Bullet. Yeah, you know? I don't, that's the thing. I don't know if that's in there. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen too much of it, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that was in there. So, well, definitely yeah. looks interesting, especially if you're a fan of the series, um, like I am. Even though Taylor gave, <clears throat> I don't want to say it was a negative review on Ordinal Scale, <sighs> but he just wasn't a fan of how they made Kirito. And I mean, it, I guess because he was vulnerable, but again, you know. Hey, but man. it definitely looks like this you, is getting an anime tie-in for Fatal Bullet. You can't... You can't build your character your main character up to be a badass for two seasons and then make him a complete little bitch in the movie you just can't but I mean, at the end but i mean at the end he did win but that's because they beat him that's because he had help hey listen a win is a win is a win we're not gonna do this right now okay listen don't make me quote vin diesel please oh god doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. He got the job done. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. And it ain't over till it's over. Well, yeah, it was over. He won. <laughs> there's, there's no coming back. The guy was done. <laughs> oh man! All right. <laughs> um. And I win. Okay. No. Moving on. <laughs> um, so it looks like we're also getting another... We're getting a I, remastered trilogy of Spyro. It, it looks like we're getting all of the old games that we grew up as kids and they're just coming back out. They're all getting remastered. See, I don't think Spyro was originally going to be coming out. I think they saw how well uh, Crash Bandicoot did. And they're like, oh yeah, we could definitely make some more cash by releasing Spyro. And in all honesty, I'm kind of upset they didn't come out with Spyro first. I feel like Spyro is more more popular than Crash. Well, let's look at it in order of releases then. Wasn't didn't Spyro come out after Crash? Yeah. Right. So they're probably they're probably trying to do it within like I don't want to say they're trying to go in a chronological order, but they were probably like. Well, you know, Crash Bandicoot was one of the first games that came out. Let's test the waters here and see how well that does. Oh, well, we got a lot of sales out of it. Okay, so now we're going to jump into Spyro. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's not a bad thing. I enjoyed playing Spyro when I was younger. Yeah. You know, like. Number two is my favorite, Ripto's Rage. Yes. I love Ripto's Rage. Ripto's Rage was actually yeah, dope. Even though I never beat it. I don't think anyone ever really beat these games. I think we just played it to play. I actually beat the third one. <laughs> so. I, 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 I think, honestly don't recall ever beating a Crash Bandicoot or a... Oh, yeah. I don't like... Or a Spiral game ever. Yeah. I mean, but, if... Uh, freaking uh, Crash Bandicoot, if you, if you... Oh, just dropped. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... If, Crash Bandicoot, if you want to have a heart attack, keep playing those boulder levels where a giant boulder's chasing after you. Listen, uh, 
no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I already feel like after having a... By the time, you know... Oh, man, just some of these games already give you heart attacks as it is, like, when you're playing them. Mm-hmm. So I really don't want to add to any undue cardiac stress. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> let's face it, Crash Bandicoot is one of those games that will definitely do it to you. Yeah. Uh, to, ke- uh, to continue on with the releases, uh, Bardock and Broly have been announced as the first two DLC characters for Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. I'm not so now, surprised that Broly's in it. Of course not. You can't... Alright. So now, here's my thing. I'm happy we're getting Broly, because let's just face it. There's... There is no... You can't go on mentioning anything with Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z without mentioning the quote-unquote legendary Super Saiyan, the behemoth Broly. Yeah. Um... And I'm not surprised that they're bringing in Bardock either. But I remember if you pre-ordered the game, they actually gave you two additional characters. You got Super Saiyan Blue Goku and Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. Yep. So now, weren't those DLC characters as well? They were They were pre-order bonuses. Ah, so separate from DLC. Yeah. Gotcha. Thank you very much for the clarification on that. I mean, I'm pretty sure like you, you can get them. You just have to buy them. Or, yeah. or you would have to get the season pass. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, uh, Broly's going to be in it, and uh, Bardock. I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's kind of funny. Uh, they came out with that, uh, in Japan, they came out with, came out with a uh, special, uh, another special for Bardock. Uh, technically, like, it's not canon, but... What it is, it's, uh, it, it takes place, like, after he supposedly dies, but he, it, come to find out, he doesn't actually die. Like, he actually survived it. Yes, Frieza's, like, giant death ball, like, actually, like, sent him back into the past. I don't know how, I don't know the physics and all that. Well, it's uh, Dragon Ball. They, there's no. It doesn't have to have a rhyme or reason as long as it's a decent story. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they send him back in time to like a prehistoric like planet Vegeta, and uh, he like he meets like Frieza's ancestor. He meets uh some other like aliens that he he, that he pretty much helped protect, and like pretty much in the end, like he becomes the legendary Super Saiyan. Like, he's the first ever Super Saiyan. Right. I actually saw some clips of it, and it was an interesting take on it. Yeah. Now, it just, you know, I honestly wish we, <clears throat> in some way, shape, or form, they actually brought him back. Yeah, see, I, like, god damn. Uh, I, uh... I've always, like, my favorite Dragon Ball Z movie is literally the Bardock movie. The Bardock, uh, Father of Goku. The, the story mode for him? Mm-hmm, yeah, I love it. I just love the whole fact that, like, he's, like, some low rank and he keeps on getting his ass kicked, and he keeps on coming back bigger, badder, and stronger, and he, like, he pretty much tries to save his, his whole entire race by trying to take on, like, the evil, like... 
uh, emperor that rules his uh his um uh race sorry um uh, uh, his race, and he just, like, he's, like, flying through space, and, like, you see all these, like, Frieza soldiers, like, literally, like, all climbing on top of one another, because they're all trying to hold him down, and he's, like, just completely tearing through them. Uh, right. We're gonna have to do a review on that movie. I don't care what anybody says. I completely agree, man. The Bardock was actually a dope story. I'm actually a huge fan of um, the Future Trunks. Oh, the Future Trunks one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, See, that story mode, I loved it. Huh. I, I wasn't really too much of a fan of it, honestly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, to uh, pretty much uh, close out the show... In this last segment, uh, Detective Pikachu, he's, uh, coming to America, guys. Uh, he's coming, the game, I'm sorry, the game. Uh, he's coming to 3DS. It's gonna be released on March 23rd of this year. So, and I saw, they, they released a little trailer for it, and... He sounds hilarious. Like no one's creeped out about a talking Pikachu, dude. Like the the guy, that, <laughs> like no, dude. Like I mean, yeah, it's creepy, but still, like it's so funny. Like the voice that they like, it almost sounds like a almost like a Brooklyn accent, kind of. <laughs> like I don't know. Like think of like Danny DeVito's voice, like as Pikachu. Yeah, as Pikachu, pretty much. Like it's that's pretty much what it reminded me of. I mean, I saw a little bit of the trailer, and as soon as I heard him started talking, I had to stop, pause the video, and go, there's something wrong about Pikachu just talking. <laughs> like, it wasn't bad enough on the one Pokemon movie that everyone was flipping out about, that Pikachu actually talked to Ash. Yeah. Now you have a Pikachu who's walking yeah. around with a... Det- oh, my apologies to everyone who's listening who <laughs> didn't see this. But if you didn't see the video on YouTube, it's your fault. Okay, because <laughs> this was months ago. It's literally gonna but, be, that's literally going to be your saying. It's your fault. It's your fault. But you had this Pikachu walking around with not. It looks like a Sherlock Holmes hat. Yeah, and he's talking. I was a little creeped out, only because the only Pokemon I didn't know to talk was either Meowth or Mewtwo through, you know, yeah, telekinesis. Yeah. But you have Pikachu now who's sitting there, and he's actually pulling, like, a case-closed move, and he's solving mysteries. Like, it's speaking of Mewtwo, the little trailer that, that they posted, like, it's Mewtwo's actually uh, confronting Detective Pikachu. And he's, like, summoning, like, this giant, like, energy ball. And, like, pretty much Pikachu's, like, literally giving him sass. He's like, oh, yeah, I knew you were one of the, like, I knew uh, you were a hothead, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> or something like that. It, it, it's just funny. You guys got to go check it out. I'll I'll definitely upload that trailer. Yeah, uh, guys, we'll, the, we'll the, have Taylor because 
Yeah. Taylor is great at putting all of this content up there for you guys to actually watch. Um, There's actually an Amiibo coming out for it. That's going to be probably one of the fastest selling Amiibos. Oh, and uh, I, may, maybe. I mean, it like it's huge, man. Like it literally like they showed like a comparison of it. It literally takes up the entire like uh, Nintendo DS, pretty much. Wow. Yeah, and it's being sold for thirty dollars. Like it's going to be on sale for thirty dollars. My God, I don't even pay that much for a Funko Pop. Uh, yeah, dude, like it's pretty bad. Like I was like, eh, eh. I, then again, they came out with like a giant yarn Yoshi or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, so oh man, they'll they figure out ways to make something and sell everything. Yep. But I mean, that's just the way it is. All right. So, guys, this is everything we currently have for you on this podcast tonight. Episode number um, two is Episode two done. is officially done. Thank you very much. Guys, again, we appreciate you taking the time out to listen to a bunch of us nerds just talk about and ramble about a bunch of things that we love and hold dear. Um, again, you know, I've said it on the review, but I'm going to say it again here. We truly appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen to it. You know, for those who heard episode one, thank you. Um, I'm going to sh- give a, a thanks to Taylor and Kevin on my end. Um, originally, when they had the plans for the podcast, um, I wasn't originally part of that. But me being a, a nosy ass, and I'll say it <laughs> that way, um, somehow I managed to get on here. So thank you, to Taylor and Kevin, for giving me the opportunity to be on the podcast with you guys. Um Hey, man, I, dude, originally the plan was to give you a trial and to see how you did, because there were other people who were wanting to try it out with us. Yeah. But, like, after actually talking to you, like, or messaging you, I should say, uh, for, like, shit, like, when did we start, ta- like, actually talking, man? Like, Oh, man, it was, what was it? I want to say... It was, oh wow! It's, it was maybe what like a month or two before we actually put the 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 podcast in motion. Um, I want to say it was like back in like November, I believe. Yeah, around definitely that? back in November. But yeah, I mean, after just talking to you and getting to know you, like I finally just said, you know what? Like this, like I, this guy is like definitely gonna be uh, great for the podcast. Like I already have a feeling that you're gonna literally be a permanent member <laughs> well i appreciate it yeah man no um, problem. definitely it's it's yeah. great to actually get on a i want to say on the you know on the platform and be able to talk about all these scenes that i i actually love doing and love watching and you know and being able to do it with you guys and we actually just click very well so it's just awesome but <laughs> enough with the mushy well i mean the mushiness Hey, just a little bit more mushy. I mean, like, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna give you guys a little bit more mush. Yeah, like Hector said, like, thanks for listening, giving us a chance and listening to us. Like we, like we've been saying, we're not professionals. We like, we're just wanting. We're just three guys wanting to talk about the nerdy shit that we all love, and like we want to share that love with you guys. Uh, Absolutely. if you guys want to like contact us, like we have like 
our like our personal Instagrams, our personal Facebooks. We have the actual nerd chamber, the nerd chambers Facebook page. We have the in- nerd Vero now Instagram. Uh, the, the animation Joe Vero, animation Joe right. uh, Instagram. Uh, like literally, literally, like any social media, you can reach us. Hell, we even have an email. Uh, that'll be in the description if you want it. Uh, and like we are still trying to get onto iTunes and Spotify. Um, well, I, I submit- didn't you just you just submitted everything for the for the iTunes or for Spotify, right? I submitted to the Spotify. Uh, earlier this week, and I nice. I literally. Just before we started recording our Black Panther review, I just submitted our iTunes uh, application. So keep keep it posted. We'll keep you guys posted on that. We're gonna be up on iTunes, hopefully like, soon. If and you- we got everything with Spotify going. So as soon as we get word that this is up and running, we're gonna let you guys know, and you guys can listen to the podcast going forward on there. It'll be a lot easier than going on the SoundCloud. Trust me, we don't want to be on SoundCloud. We're we're not dropping mixtapes or anything, guys. We <laughs> promise you. No, we're, we're not, not pulling not. a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like in all seriousness, like thank you guys and like y- you like mean everything to us, and we hope that these will help you get through your day. Absolutely. So on that's, that, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So on that note, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And Hector, you want to take us out? Absolutely. So thank you guys for the listening. We do appreciate it. We'll be back. We actually have, like he said, we have the Black Panther review. You guys have this episode. We're going to have a couple more things coming down the line for you guys. So thank you for the listening and good night, everyone.